Welcome to the First Apostolic Church Podcast. Our church mission is to love as God loves, showing compassion to every soul, thus winning those souls and equipping them to be sent out to plant and to harvest. Thank you for joining us today, and we hope that you are blessed by today's podcast. As always, John 15 and verse number one starting, the Bible says, I am the true vine and my father is the husbandman. Every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he taketh away. And every branch that beareth fruit, he purgeth it that it may bring forth more fruit. Now ye are clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. Abide in me and I in you as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself except it abide in the vine. No more can ye except ye abide in me. I am the vine, ye are the branches. He that abideth in me and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me ye can do nothing. Without me ye can do nothing. For a little while tonight, amen, I'd like to minister this, just one word, connectivity. Connectivity. Connect. We'll talk about nativity later in the month, but tonight we're going to talk about connectivity. Hallelujah. Father, I come to you this evening. I need you, O oh Lord Jesus, in this place. God, I pray, Lord, breathe your spirit. God, in this place, in the next few moments, I'm asking God for your help. God, it's not by might nor by power, but God, it is by your spirit. And therefore, God, I invite that spirit, God, into this place and into this house. God, walk up and down every pew and aisle, fill every void and every vacancy. God, with your spirit tonight, I pray, oh, Lord, that we could be encouraged and strengthened. God, that we could, Lord, be commanded, Lord Jesus, and admonished by the word of God. Lord, let it find God where we are, God, and make us better, Lord Jesus, I pray. We'll thank you and love you for it. In the lovely name of Jesus Christ, amen and amen. Everybody say amen. 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 You may be seated tonight in the lovely name of the Lord. Look at your neighbor and say, connectivity connectivity there is in the Hampton Court that is near London there is a grapevine which is about 245 years old which within itself is quite a feat being that most of them only last approximately a hundred years so back in years, 245 years ago, this thing was first planted and it's forged its way through the soil and grew. This grapevine has one root, which is at least 12 feet in circumference around about its base. And some of the branches are as long as 120 feet Long. This is sometimes, I don't know if it is anymore, that has been issued in the Guinness World Book of Records for some of the longest branches that a grapevine has ever had. 120 feet long. And yet on those 120 foot branches, there is still a production of several pounds of grapes that happen from this 245 year old vine and 120 foot branches 
every year. Usually around 600 pounds of grapes are harvested from these vines. They had one year that kind of tipped and topped all others and it exceeded 800 pounds of grapes that were harvested from these vines. And even though some of the smaller branches are 120 feet away from the root or from the source, the main trunk, if you will, they still bear fruit because they're connected to the vine. They're connected to the vine. If I can, with a word of caution tonight, because I realize we are in the very crux of the holiday season, and there are many things that are vying for our attention at this time of year more than any other time of year, but sometimes just there are things that can enter that can cause distractions where we lose our connectivity with the vine. There is all of the demands that are placed upon us. We got to meet every meal, every Christmas meal that is constructed by our places of employment, our church. We have a busy schedule of things to do. We have lists of things to do and lists for the list of things to do that need to be accomplished by certain dates within this month. But the busyness sometimes can sever you from the connectivity to the vine. Sometimes just in everyday life, the, the, the swing and the pendulum swing of, of moods and happenings, bad moods, demands, work demands, all these separate things can somehow keep us disconnected, if you will, from the vine. And there's nothing anymore, amen, of a, a tactic of the enemy if he could somehow get us disconnected from the source disconnected from the power, disconnected from where the life brings life into the branch. Can someone say amen? I want to address this congregation this evening and tell us that we need not miss the hour of our visitation. In the New Testament scripture, the Bible spoke of Christ in his earthly ministry walking along the corridors and the streets, if you will, of Jerusalem. And he reached a place, a pinnacle, a mountain, and he looked down on Jerusalem after rubbing shoulders with them and eating with them and teaching them and he cried over the city of Jerusalem and said I, I would have gathered you under my wings but ye would not. They had missed the hour of their visitation if I can say it like this they missed their connection they missed if you will being engrafted and connected to the Lord when the opportunity was advantage them. I wish not whenever this year ends and a new one begins that through the hustle and the bustle of the season I lose connection with the one that brings life into this branch I don't want the eulogy of the church or of my year going out be well busyness and demands and other things of distractions came and disconnected me from the vine can someone say amen hallelujah in the modern day world, we, we speak, there's different lingo today than what there was several years ago. Uh, used to, whenever you wanted to get together and eat with someone, it was just that. Let's get together. Let's have a meeting. But today, this word of connectivity arises. People, I've had people tell me just over the past couple of days, uh, being at a minister's banquet in a board meeting, and they looked at me, man, we just really need to get together sometime and connect. That's the word, you know, new lingo. We need to connect. We need to 
to sometime get together and connect. Well, there was a certain element, too, that was brought into our world through computer technology many years ago, language that took place. As a matter of fact, I remember as a young boy growing up in our house, the first computer we ever had in our house, I believe it was a Tandy 1000. Some of you don't even know what a Tandy 1000 is, but it was a Tandy 1000. We had a dot matrix printer, amen, hooked up to this Tandy 1000 that was a beast of a computer. It took the paper that had the little perforated sides with hose on it, and it fed it through like that. And there was a button on that printer, and it was a offline, online button. Whenever the light was on and it was online, you had the capability of printing to the printer. But whenever it was offline, it didn't matter how many times you hit print. You was not having no documentation that was coming forth from that. And so in today's world, we got this new lingo. It's offline and it's online. Amen. And the common vernacular refers specifically in today's world, internet connection. Are you online or are you offline? Are you connected to the internet or are you not connected to the internet as it applies today? But the general definition of online is this. It simply indicates a state of connectivity. While offline indicates a disconnected state. Just ride here with me for a moment. As defined by the federal standard 1037C concerning offline and online terminology. To be considered online, one of the following must apply to a device. It must be under the direct control of another device to be considered online. It must be under the direct control of the system with which it is associated to be considered online. It must be available for immediate use on demand by the system without human intervention if it's going to be considered online. According to those definitions, you have a state of connectivity if you are under the control of another. You have a state of connectivity if you're under control by the system that you're associated with. You have a sense of connectivity if on immediate demand there is use of your person, use of your voice, use of your faculties. What are you saying? I'm saying the church needs to get online in this season and in this hour. I want to render myself to the control, amen, of another. Render myself access, my faculties access to the control. Someone say amen. We got to be connected. Amen. We need we need not suffer the consequence of being disconnected. They said in contrast to a device that is online is one that is offline. And whenever a device is offline, it meets none of that criteria, which means it's not under the control of another. It's not under the control of a system that it's supposedly associated with. And it's not available for immediate use on demand without any intervention of anybody else. They say something that is offline. The main source of power is disconnected. It's turned off. It's off power. Someone say amen. We need a sense of connectivity. 
in this hour. We were sitting just over the past couple of days. We was at a banquet. I was at a banquet. We had several different ministers sitting there at that table. Brother Lang was there, and we was having a jolly old time, man. We were laughing until my gut hurt. He was impersonated every minister under the sun. But he began talking about dear old brother Gene E. Bright and talking about how many people misunderstood him. And he said there was times that we were up there, he said, preaching, and he said we could be in some of the most obscure, you know, places, uh, just in, in, in a shopping place, whatever. He said, and Brother Ebride would just go, my God. He said, he's here. He's here. And he said, tears would just stream down his face. And he said, I would just stand there and cry because he was crying. He said, he was a man that was connected. Whenever God says, wait a minute, there's something. I'm here. Here's my presence. He had a connection that all of a sudden, Ebright said, hey, my whole body, my faculties are your immediate use. They're available for whatever you want. That's the type of connectivity I'm talking about. We got to stay connected to the vine. Someone say amen. We must stay connected to the vine. Someone say amen. We need a sense of connectivity. In John 15, the Lord spoke to them. And he was basically his talk, his subject matter of speaking to them. Many times this scripture has been somewhat misconstrued, misconstructed. People believe it's all about whether you're bearing fruit or whether you're not bearing fruit. But Jesus told them very plainly. He said, told them very plainly, if you don't abide in me and I in you, you won't be able to bear any fruit because you can't do anything on your own. If there is no fruit, the problem is they've lost their connectivity. The problem is, and so what we should be desiring, what should we should be chasing after is that, Brother Terry, I should, my objective should not be bearing fruit. My objective should be just staying connected to the vine. Because I can't bear fruit. I can't do that. But if I stay connected to the power, if I stay connected to the source, if I stay, if I keep online, then that power will issue its life through me. And I'll bear fruit as a byproduct of being connected to the vine. Someone say amen. The frustration lies in the fact of people that's trying to produce fruit without being connected. They're taking the scripture, I need to bear more fruit. No, what you need is to get connected. And you'll frustrate yourself. I'm going to bear more fruit. I'm going to do more. Honey, without him, you're not going to do anything. Without him, there's not one bud coming upon you. Without him, there's not one fruit that's going to dangle from your branch. You cannot bear fruit in and of yourself. you got to be connected to the source. you got to be connected to the vine. He said, abide in me. In other words, remain attached to me. Continue in me. Live in me. Live in my presence. The fruit will come. Hallelujah. I got to stay connected to the vine. The fruit production is just a natural consequence of staying connected. You know that tonight somewhere there is some precious little tech support person with a wireless headgear on talking to somebody on the opposite end of the line that's presently helping them with what is perceived as some monumental computer problem that they have going on. 
They're thinking it's their motherboard. They think that they need more memory. They believe it's a software or hardware malfunction. They think it is something dire, something very serious. And the stories that I've read before come and deduce just to this. It's not that there's nothing per se real major going on, except that they just haven't got the computer plugged in. Now that's funny. But we're, having, we're trying to have expectations of something without having connectivity. And you can't expect anything if you don't have connectivity. You've got to get connectivity. And they'll talk to those folks in circles for the next 30 minutes. I tell you what, the screen's black. I don't understand. I hit alt, uh, control, and delete, and it's not restarting. And none of the drives work on it. All this has taken place. Your major problem is this. You've lost a connectivity to the power. Folks, I believe some of the peripheral things that go in our lives, it's just because we've lost connection. We've got offline. We need to get back online. Get under the power of the source. Someone say yes. yes. <laughs> I got to stay connected to the source. Abide, remain, be fruitful. Folks, Brother Andrew, I know we're going on the fly here tonight, so go with me. Matthew chapter number 9 and verse 21. Someone say glory. glory. Matthew 9, 21. The Bible states these words. And she said, speaking of the woman with the issue of blood for 12 years. And she said within herself, if I may but touch. She had an issue. She had a sickness. She had disease. But her priority was not the healing. Her priority was the connectivity. Because she knew if I get connected, I'll get healed. Let's not get the cart before the horse. Let's focus on what needs to be focused on. Before we cry out and there's any call made, let's see if we still got the connection that we once had. Let's still see if we're plugged into the power and to the source like we, oh, someone say glory. Please note, she was not expecting the Lord to come to her. She was not expecting the Lord to reach out and touch her. But she recognized she was the responsible party. She recognized she was the responsible party. She says, I got to connect to him. I got to touch him. And my wholeness will be a byproduct if I just get plugged in and connected to him. Because whatever's empowering him, if I get connected, will empower me. If I touch his garment, 
if I can touch him, if I can connect with him, if I can connect with him, the nutrients that flows through the vine is going to flow through the branch. If I can get connected to him, the water that comes through the vine is going to go through the branch. If I get connected to him, I don't care if you feel like you're 120 feet away. If you stay connected, it's going to reach you eventually. If you stay connected, it's going to reach you eventually and bring nourishment, nourishment, nourishment to you. Someone say amen. Amen. Matthew 14, verse 39, or 34, rather, Brother Andrew. Matthew 14, 34, and I got a few verses to read. Matthew 14, 34, look now. This is after the occurrence. Matthew 14, 34, after the occurrence with the lady and the issue of blood, the Bible says, and where they were gone over and they came into the land of Genesaret. Jesus is coming to the land of Genesaret. The Bible says in verse 35, hey man, whenever they get there and come into that land, and when the men of that place had knowledge of him, they knew Jesus was there. They knew the vine in flesh was walking among their streets. They sent out to all country roundabout and brought to him all that were diseased. Okay, but verse 36 bears this. And besought him. This is important. And besought him that they might only touch. They sought him again. It wasn't for the healing. It was for the connection. Only that they might touch. Some of them had bleeding issues. Some of them were lame. Some of them were blind. Some of them were deaf and mute. Some of them had all kinds of probably diseases that they struck their bodies with. But what we're here for is a connection. Our priority right now is a connection. The vine's walking by, and we want to get connected to the vine. And whatever happens after the connection, let it happen. But nothing will happen, we know, if we don't get No fruit will be born. Uh uh-uh, uh, you gotta be connected to the vine. No fruit, you can't do anything by yourself. You gotta have a connection. I'm telling somebody tonight, I don't know where you are, but if you get connected, I see it dissolving. I see it just somehow, just being a little sand on the beach. If you just get connected. Folks, in reality, listen to Pastor Knight. In reality, there is a really narrow, narrow, low step between connection and disconnection. Some are just one prayer away from being disconnected. Some hinge on just being one service away from being disconnected. For some, it's just one devotion away that they let slide by that's going to sever the connection. 
It's a very minimal, narrow step sometimes that lies right there. But when you get connected, you will respond to a power that is not your own. Several weeks ago, whenever my wife and I decided that we were spending our anniversary home and painting and doing all this great work, and I cannot come down because I'm doing a great work. When we were in the process of doing that, and I always, anytime I redo a room, I always switch all of the, the light switches and switches. I get rid of all the old and I put in the new. It's just me, just how I function. All right? Plus, in the house we have when we did a room, some of them didn't match anyway and they looked pretty horrible. But nevertheless, and so I, we also have baseboard heating and we do that. And, and years ago when we was doing one of the rooms and I was switching it out, and it's 220, and there's several of them. They all got their own switch, but I didn't realize they were all daisy-chained, like in a parallel, and it didn't matter if you hit one of them off, they were still on, and I got hit. Had my fingers back there just doing my thing, and ching. Well, so I turn all those off anymore. Let me tell you, never trust what anybody ever puts in a control panel. Because I had everything okay with that, but I was replacing some switches and I did them on one wall, and it was, it was recorded as our bedroom, you know. So the assumption of somebody that has a head on their shoulder is that it's all on the bedroom, all of them. Well, people don't operate like that with common sense like I do. And so I was on one wall but shared a wall with Mariah's bedroom. And I'm going along, and I'm working on, I think it was the actual switch to power the fan and the light in the room, and I... I for one thing, sometimes those screws are hard to get out. They're so small, and I need to get a good grab on that thing. So I put my hand back there and grab that. And I'm... Ah! 110 votes hit me. Because whenever I got connected to the power, I responded. When I got connected to the power, my members were immediately available for what it decided. Honey, I believe we need to get back some old-fashioned connectivity. It'll cause some of you to do something that you wouldn't do in your own power. But when you get connected to the sword, you might act and you might scream. Hey! Honey, I was online. I was online. I'm telling you right now. I went to the other room. I told my wife. She said, what's wrong with you? I said, well, my hand's still tingling. What happened? I got shocked. When you get connected, you'll leave this place sometimes with some of the afterglow of what happened when you was here. Honey, the vine's long enough, it can reach to your home. The vine's long enough, it can reach to your family. The vine's long enough, it can go to you where you work. Just stay connected, stay connected. Let that life force just pump through you. So now outside of turning the whole house off whenever we do electricity anymore, 
Amen. And typically I do, you know, whenever I first shut it off, I'll check it with a meter, make sure there's no power. But my assumption failed, and I got connected. It changed my life. But again, just as a voice of reason tonight, some that may be sitting under the sound of my voice and being preoccupied with fruit or no fruit, I'm not bearing enough fruit, I'm not bearing enough fruit. Stay connected. The Bible spoke that there was seed that fell upon good ground. Everybody see good ground. Fell on good ground. And that seed bore forth fruit. It yielded forth fruit. The Bible says some was 30. Some were 60-fold. And some were 100-fold. In John 15, the criteria for a branch being cut off was no fruit. Because no fruit is an indication of no connectivity. Maybe the appearance of one, but not really. But if you even got 30-fold fruit in this place tonight, you're connected to the vine. Somebody hear me right now. If you're saying, Brother McGee, all I got is 30-fold, that's all right. You're connected to the vine. Now, he might do a little pruning on you and a little work on you that she might bear more fruit. But don't get, get, get discouraged over your 30-fold because you're still connected. Because you wouldn't even be able to have 30-fold had it not been for your connectivity to the vine. Oh, someone say Amen. Gotta stay, gotta stay connected to the vine. The problem, the problem of a disciple, fellow laborer with the apostle Paul was a man by the name of Demas. He spoke at different places in scripture that, that, that Luke, the beloved physician, and Demas, they greet you one that was a contemporary, if you will, of the Apostle Paul worked along beside him, served in the trenches of the gospel, amen, and spreading it throughout wherever they could. He spoke at other times. He listed off a, a series of names and included Demas in that as being a fellow laborer. But in 2 Timothy 4.10, whenever Paul speaks of Demas and some others, he says, Demas has forsaken me, having loved this present world the problem of Demas in its very infantile place was this he just basically lost connection that's really the base of it all I know sometimes when you know, man we're going to why, why did this happen why did this person lose out and we try to you know we sit down and we got all our conspiracy and I tell you what it is they, this started happening and that started and bless God that's really folks what it all comes down to is the very basic level of this somewhere along the way they got offline they got disconnected from the vine because anything else if, it begin, if the vine withers it's because there's a connection problem if there's no fruit it's because there's a connection problem if no leaves and no blossoms are budding upon it it's because there's a connection problem every of, the, of those other things that we take witness of see that's where it is there's no leaves on it that's the problem no 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 the problem is the leaf is the problem of the connection it's a connection problem I won't hold you much longer 
find me a hanky in that coat jacket. Check them all. Thank you. Sweating up here over everything. Two men. Two men. Disciples of the Lord. On their way to Emmaus. Christ comes down and he's been resurrected. He follows with them, asks them of the events of the day, the crucifix of this man that they are speaking of. They're kind of bewildered as though, have you not even heard about what's going on? <laughs> and on their way to Emmaus, they come to where they are going to lodge and they put forth the invitation. Why don't they? The Bible specifically says they constrained him. And said, why don't you abide with us? What we have here are two people that in the physical realm, they didn't recognize it was Jesus. But once they noticed and come to know that it was him, they looked back and said, did not our hearts burn within us? Why did that happen as we was walking alone? Because those two boys had been connected to the vine they felt a little burning sensation as they spoke to him and he to them because they were connected to the vine and they didn't want to lose their connection in so much that they said hey why don't you stay here tonight and abide here tonight I don't know if they thought this in their minds but I could imagine you know I kind of like how it makes me feel having this guy around folks if it's been a while since you felt that burning within your heart if I can't implore you tonight get reconnected to the vine get back online submit yourself back under the power of the one that you are associated with and you'll be fruitful 30 60 100 fold you'll be fruitful because of the power that's issuing through you came from him if you'll stand with me this evening in this place so in this season of busyness and distractions and demands don't lose your connectivity I don't want to enter the new year with a lost connectivity. I want to stay connected to the vine. Let that be your priority. If anything, let that be your priority. Because everything else will be a byproduct of keeping that priority. Uh-huh. All the other things that, that rise and fall in your life, everything else. Hey Amen. The solution to it is to keep your connectivity to the vine. And folks, we are a responsible party. Hear me? We're a responsible party because he's already came down and didn't take upon himself the nature of angels or of anything else but that of mankind. He already came down to make the connection. And so we are the responsibility, the responsible party now to keep the connection. Amen. With he that came down and took on him the form of mankind so we could be connected to the vine. Connectivity. Connectivity. Can we bow our heads in this place here this evening?
God, I want to be connected to you. God, I don't want to be caught up, Lord, in the Lord, am I bearing 30 or am I bearing 100? God, if I'm bearing, I'm connected to the vine. Understand pruning, Lord God, may be acceptable and it may be a part of the process, but God, I want to be connected to the vine. Let not demands, let not other things, Lord Jesus, Lord, I pray God, deter me from that connection. Lord, while I'm seeing God, there's a major issue going on. The real issue, God, may be quite simple. It may be, Lord, that I've disconnected. I've went offline here for a moment. God, I want, Lord, to render my members, God, immediately available, God, for your use. I want to render myself under the control of the system, God, that I'm associated with. I want to render myself under the control of the almighty, the all-powerful. God, surge through me. Live, God, through me as I try to continue and remain and be steadfast and immovable, Lord Jesus, in you, in you, you'll bear fruit. The church will bear fruit. But we must stay connected. We must stay connected. We must stay connected. If there be anybody in this house tonight that would... Thank you for listening. If you would like more information about our services and activities, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter with the username FACMC. Again, that's FACMC. Thank you, and have a blessed day.